This is the Idea Time Podcast with Dr. Joe North. Welcome to the Idea Time Podcast. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies, and interviews that will help you to achieve greater professional and business success by thinking more creatively. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hello there, welcome to the Idea Time Podcast. On this episode of the podcast, I'm really delighted to have as my special guest, Andrew Firth from Ascensa, which is an awesome digital business based in Leeds. And Andy and I met, as you'll hear from the story in the podcast at Leeds Business Week, and he became an, an idea timer. And we had a very specific, big, hairy, audacious goal. But in this podcast interview, what is fascinating is uh, Andy's journey from uh, an engineering background into uh, the digital world and some of the stuff he's doing now he gives us some great advice and tips and the the real importance actually of, of always moving and keeping up because the world around us is changing the whole time so staying up to date with all those developments and staying competitive is really really important so I love this conversation I hope you enjoy it too with Andy Firth from Ascensa. Yeah, so I started Ascensa nearly 12 years ago and I'd already got an e-commerce business which I was operating with an ex-colleague that was doing really, really well. So we set up Ascensa really to resell the technology that we developed for that e-commerce site and then we got into developing other types of websites and now we build everything as long as it's online, a software. So we have intranets, we bespoke software development and then we market all of those solutions. So we help a business to generate traffic, which is obviously vital because it doesn't matter how good your website is, if nobody finds it, then it's of no benefit. And it's a very growing market at the moment and it changes a lot, doesn't it? So how do you keep up with all the change and developments and stuff? The great, I was talking to somebody about this this morning, we're at the forefront of the change because we're an agency always been asked for the latest things and our clients are coming to us with ideas and things that they've seen. The person I was talking to this morning about it, his wife works at university and we were just chatting around how you get to learn about the sector and, and as a student and it must be really difficult because for a university course to be a university course, it's already behind the times before it's being taught. So it's really so having a great team that just wants to do the latest things and new stuff and trying things. And then of course we need the clients to pay for that experiment. Yeah. So, you know, trying to sell in ideas and, you know, most customers or the customers we love always want to be one step ahead of their competition. So uh, we try and do a bit of benchmarking and then figure out what we can do to, to beat the competition. Yeah. You've got an awesome team, haven't you? They're, I mean, having met, had the pleasure to meet and work with some of them, they're, they're fantastic. So how did you get such an awesome team and how have you grown the business to be in the position it's in today? A lot of good fortune and a lot of trial and error as far as the team is concerned. And, you know, it's really, you know, made me tearful last year to give Donna, our senior front end developer, a congratulations for being with the company for 10 years. You know, we're only just coming up to 11 years old then. And I remember interviewing her in a on a stairwell actually because the meeting room had been double booked and stuff and and uh, then from there you know we've managed to try and find people where the qualifications were much less important than the amount of things that they learn themselves I think if people are self-taught then they're always going to be tinkering around with things outside of the office and learning new stuff mm. and 
wanting to do new things. And so trying to find those people who are like-minded and want to work with each other and support each other has been the way that we've been able to, you know, have such a stable team in certain areas. We're faced with probably 600 creative agencies in the Leeds area. So there's a lot of competition out there for the skills that we've got. And then we've, you know, we've made a, we've made a lot of mistakes. I think where we've made mistakes is we've, we've not recruited so much on values and we've, we've changed that. And a lot of that has been as a result of meeting you and learning sort of best practices and, and, and the types of things that, that you say to me. And I think by when we find people whose values are aligned, then they can slot into the team really well. And, you know, you can teach people skills and they can learn skills, but it's pretty difficult to change values and personality I found. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I know building that really um, client focused, innovative, you know, leading edge culture that you, you know, so important to you and, and also to your customers. But what I love about what you, you said as well is the curiosity, the natural curiosity that your people have to find out more you know they're interested in in learning those skills for themselves as well and I think that makes for a really awesome combination so what's your story then Andy how have you got from what you were doing originally to what you're doing now so tell us a little bit about your journey really I was an engineer so I did a degree in in product design management and I went to work in a plastics company in Leeds my dad convinced me to convince them that they should be investing in my management training and they paid for me to do an MBA uh, over three and a half years and you know I really enjoyed it and I was trying to bring that into this traditional uh, engineering firm that I was working for and they weren't interested at all and did like loads of like surveys about sort of attitudes on the shop floor towards management and vice versa and started putting graphs and things on the notice boards and it really didn't go down very well and I think the, thing, the straw that broke the camel's back with that one was they said, you know, we don't need to market this business. Business just comes to us. So I'd sort of realized that, that you know, I, they paid for me to do this qualification thanks to my dad. But the stuff I'd learned on it, they weren't interested in. And that made me just decide I needed to, to have a change. So I went to work for a friend at the time who had a design and print business. And he was looking to, to grow it. And we got into developing websites. And back then, I mean, this is in 2001 you didn't really have many dynamic websites. We were just starting to develop database-driven websites. A lot of websites were still static. The e-commerce, you know, I mean, Amazon didn't start till 96. So it was, and they were, you know, at the forefront of, of e-commerce development for sort of the mainstream. And, you know, so we were getting into it not too long. You know, five years is a long time now, but back then it wasn't a huge amount of time. Again, it's starting to get into e-commerce and, yeah, that was good. And, and, you know, I worked for them for sort of seven years, but he's a husband and wife, so fellow directors. So it was always quite difficult for me to get my ideas passed if, if they yeah, didn't. Yeah, family, well. small family business. Yeah. yeah. It just sort of got to the point where I, I wanted to do other stuff. And me and one of my colleagues set up an e-commerce business selling toys and games on the side. And it really took off. You know, within a year, we both handed our notices in and we ran the toys and games business and like I said before we set up a sensor to sort of resell technology and you know selling stuff online I, I mean I love the technology behind it but the actual process of sitting inside the warehouse handling orders and you know doing optimization and all that stuff it really you know I like to get out and about and meet people so yeah. a sensor gave me the b2b opportunity to 
get into networking events and and do the stuff yeah. that I, I really enjoy. But the funny, the, yeah. the funny thing is, is that myself and my business partner with the toys and games business, we bought each other out back in 2014, but I then set up a retail business with my partner, Catherine. And so she manufactures personalized gifts, but she does it with the same type of equipment that I was employed at the engineering place to manage. So she wow. came to me and said, I think we should buy some CNC machines. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. I think we need to be not just buying stuff in. I think we need to be making things. It's like, so it's a bit convoluted, but it's sort of come full circle for me. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's incredible. And actually um, a dream come true for many people who are working on a side hustle and would love one day for that to become you know, the business that they leave their job for. What uh, tips and advice would you have for anyone listening who's aiming to do that sort of thing for themselves? I think you've got to do something that you love as the side hustle because you're going to be having an impact on your family time and on your, you know, I was going packing parcels on a night, taking them to the post office on a lunchtime and it was literally every day Then you're in it for the weekend. So you've obviously got to get, if, if it's going to happen, you've got to get your side hustle to a point where you're able to leave your, your role, which basically means you need to probably put near enough a full-time side hustle job in, I think, unless you happen to on something sort of really fortunately. And, and obviously there are a lot of people that do do that and get onto a real winner real quickly. But in my experience, it's quite easy to build a business as long as you're prepared to put the hard work in and that's the difficult bit and it can be tiring and stuff. So do something that you love and then be prepared to put the effort in. And, and I, I think, you know, in this day and age with the opportunities that you have, particularly with online, you can make a success of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's so much peddled on the internet now about, um, you know, get to six figures, get to seven figures in my, you know, follow this blueprint and it'll be fine, but it really does need graft and passion, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. They're the people that are making the money from yeah. telling people how to make money, but they hadn't probably made a lot of money beforehand, you know, and it's, there's nothing that you can do to replace hard work, I, I think. And, and if you do that, you've got a better chance than, than most. Yeah, definitely, for sure. And um, you've been doing some of the uh, Idea Time activities and things, haven't you? You've been on the Idea Time programme. So yeah. can you tell us a bit about your idea time journey and what you've been working on and what you've got out of that so far well the journey started i don't know if you remember but it was at leeds business week and i was between seminars i was going to and i thought oh this looks interesting and i sat down and i was like really blown away by you and the especially initially the anecdotes that you tell and around how you know the first thing was around the tell, talking about the blue ocean strategy and how you've got to think laterally and take ideas from other sectors to be different and, and to stand out so you, you you then got in touch and and when I got started on the idea time program and, and I, I think it's you know it took me a while to get going with it because I didn't you know I sort of saw it as homework a little bit because I struggle to get out of my own way sometimes and when you helped me to see it more as working on myself and working on my business then it became a lot easier and we you know we've got a massive year this year where at the moment we're having uh, legal contracts um worked on for a new building move and my BHAG which was the idea time big hairy audacious goal was to, was to make sure we were getting into that building by 
September or in September this year. So, and it's all going according to plan. And it's because I've taken the time to properly focus on it and extra one-on-one time with you really looking at it because it's a massive commitment for us. I you know, in my heart, I know it's 100% the right thing to do. And in my head, I think as I'm getting a bit older, I'm getting a bit more cautious. And, you know, you really helped me to map out the pros and cons of doing it or not. And I think it's more of a threat to our business standing still and not making this move. And the way you helped me map it out was just was brilliant. And it's given me the confidence that we've just got to go for it. And and just by having that confidence, everything is just falling into place. You know, we're having month after month of best months ever. We've we've recruited some really, really good people that are, you know, hitting the ground running. And, you know, it's all to do with that, taking that time out. And, then, you know, the idea time stuff is great, but I think for any business owner, you know, you've whatever you do, you've got to take the time out to focus on the business, focus on yourself, really think about the things that, that matter and, by doing that, often doors open that you don't expect and, and stuff. So, yeah, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. I mean, thank you. It's, it's, um, it's awesome to work with you. And you've got an, you've got an awesome team as well. And uh, I love everything that we do together. And I think some of the things you've said actually around you, you've got to keep moving forward. You can't stand still because the world moves around you and past you. And going back from that engineering company that you were first in that were who were complacent and didn't think they had to market you know it's still really true it's about keeping moving forward and to move forward in the right way it's taking the time out to to step back decide where you want to be decide what the moves are the power moves to get you from here to there and then go for it it's brilliant to see you all doing so well and tell us about a sensor and some of the types of clients that you deal with and the stuff that you're working on right now what what big projects have you got going on that you can tell us about that aren't top secret? Yeah, well, we have managed to get involved in financial services stuff, which is great because it's like danger money. You yeah. know, everything that we're working on has got to be so robust and there's loads of governance and paperwork and testing and stuff. Everything we do is tested, but this stuff is always going to be externally penetration tested and you know, it's not that it's okay for them to find a fault and we fix it. We just make sure that they can't find any faults at all. And these websites are, you know, generating huge volumes of traffic and generating huge amounts of money. So if there are any problems at all, you know, if the site isn't accessible for any period of time, it's costing a lot of money. So we really like those, I guess, high pressure, very rewarding projects within industries where you know there's a lot of governance a lot of compliance and and we're open to investigation by the fca because you know around we're handling data and all sorts of stuff so that that's the sort of stuff that i mean i'm I'm sat here telling you we love it i love it some of the team i think on some days find it a little bit bit stressful but we provided the money and the time to do a really really thorough job which is what we really like i think sometimes when we're working on smaller projects where there isn't as much budget we still want to provide that rolls royce service but sometimes it's a bit more stressful for the team to get the job right in the time that we've got whereas with a lot of the really big projects that we work on we get as much time as we need to you know we're trusted to make sure in the end the project is absolutely bulletproof and and and, and that that's great for us you know so we're doing all sorts of stuff we're working on an intranet at the moment we're doing a really big like an application form system for a a big transport network for an entire country actually uh, i can't tell you wow 
with, with big integration piece there uh, where we're working with lots of different platforms and integrating with different providers and provided basically an application form that's got to be available at, you know, to many, many hundreds of concurrent users. So that's, that's really exciting. And we've recently just rebuilt our air e-commerce platform. So I always have tried to do because of the networking that we've done and because we've grown from, you know, three people over the, the years that, you know, try to provide a website that is affordable so that the client has got enough money to invest in marketing it because the website isn't going to be found unless it's having traffic driven at it these days. There's whatever sector you're in, there's competition. So we've created two, two products, really, Air Websites, which is entry-level small business websites for tradespeople, startup companies, built on WordPress, which is the most common content management system there is out there now. Then we've also got e-commerce. So we've got our bespoke e-commerce backend solution. So it's really fast, feature rich, but it's not like a Shopify where the client doesn't own any of their own content once it's uploaded. They own everything. It's got everything you'd need to run a proper business online, but we've pre-created some front ends for it. So we're able to massively cut the cost out and compete with these off the shelf solutions, but with something that's much, much better. So we yeah. basically rebuilt that recently and, and we're going through, we got managed to get some press today actually within uh, business up North online online. And so we're doing a bit of a PR campaign around it, which is great. Fantastic. I think a lot of people don't realize that some of these off the shelf website things are really hired space, aren't they? So they're investing time and money in something that isn't theirs. It's like a rental property almost. In that you get all the content in there and then you decide you want to move somewhere else and you can't. You've got to do exactly. it all again. Yeah, and the same as some clients who are, you know, working on Facebook, for instance, and having all their contacts and information in Facebook. Well, Facebook could change anything at any time and then, you know, where's all the mailing list and, and you know, how are you going to reach those clients again? It's about owning stuff, isn't it, and having those as assets. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we, we sort of... We sort of feel sometimes, I think, that Facebook and Google and all these things are like public services, when in actual fact they're not at all. It's like, you know, you're number one on Google, so it's great, you made, and then all of a sudden you're not number one on Google anymore and you're not happy about it. Well, you've got to remember these are sort of private businesses with their own modus operandi and rules and all sorts of stuff that, you know, businesses often, you know, businesses can go under because they're so heavily reliant on something that, is totally out of their control. Yeah. So what advice would you give to any entrepreneur? You know, what should they, what must they be doing online right now, digitally, to make sure they stay current and compete? Well, I think the first, the most important thing is be consistent. You know, whatever you're doing, you, you'll have multiple different social media channels, probably. You have a website. And I think the messaging has got to be consistent. There are so many different ways for people to do, do their due diligence on you as a business, if it's, especially if it's a B2B company, somebody you've met at networking that, you know, it's really, really important to just have a, like a consistent theme. And I think, you know, if you're, if you're using Facebook, make a decision as to whether it's your private Facebook or it's a Facebook that you've got uh, business contacts on there who get to see inside your private life. Cause I've heard of many people that have lost contracts and stuff because of maybe inviting too many people into their personal space. I think consistency is so important because People do business with people and there are so many competitors in every sector that nobody really knows who to trust anymore. And, you know, going online and and doing a search or using Yell if it's still going, I know it's still going, but you know what I mean? I don't think it really, that stuff is relevant anymore. It's, we're in a, 
we're very much a ref- is the referrals that go through. And I think if you're consistent and you're getting a, you're getting an introduction or you're getting an inquiry, respond quickly, respond as you'd want to be responded to, and you know you can whatever the business type, whatever business sector you're in, you you're you've got a better chance. And I think somebody said to me the other day that I think that I don't think websites will be around at some point. Uh, in the future you know we'll just be using social media pages but like you said before you you don't own the social media page why would you pen your entire business on somebody else's platform when you can own your own website and I think as well you know your website is going to be the best chance you've got of converting somebody your social media channels and any other marketing that you do for for me should always be directed back to your website your website is your 24 seven salesperson. It will always say what you want it to say. It'll never sort of go on sick or take holiday. It's always there for you. And it's, it, and it's, it, it's a way for you to get your messaging right in, in a way that's easy for somebody to navigate. You know, if somebody goes onto a social media page, it's like a stream of information. You've got to catch somebody at the right time. You've got, you're only showing the latest things people won't scroll through. And, and I think social media is a, and, and other forms of marketing are a great way to grab somebody's attention, but then you should be bringing them back to your website and use your website messages to grab data. If you can convey trust and get somebody to convert in some way, whether that's place an order, uh, buy something or, or just give you an inquiry. Yeah, that's excellent advice. And how do clients get the most from working with an agency like yours so what do they need to give you for you to be successful and do the best job possible for them i think it's really important that customers respect what goes into websites these days you know it's it's a piece of software that they expect quite rightly so should operate across every type of device operating system and browser and maybe a watch or anything else that which a fridge that we're choosing to access that we might choose to access the internet on and you know that takes time and it's complex and i think for us we've created these entry-level solutions they are sort of there therefore by definition a template there's something that we've created so it's really really important that customers and for us understand that if that's the solution that they can afford, then it's a it's sort of it's a product, and there's not a huge amount of customization that we can do without. We can do it, and we do do it, but it's going to incur it's going to incur costs. And I think that they've then they've got to make sure that they've got their content ready. You know, they've they've got an idea of what they want. We provide a good, really good framework for them to see. You know, what they need to provide. We provide a getting started guide so that we can capture all of the stuff that they need to provide really easily. And I think the other thing is quality images. Images are really, really important on websites and get create that first impression. I don't sometimes understand why any business would want to deliberately create a bad first impression, but I see it all the time in websites. Yeah. You know, slow loading websites which then have poor quality images or they're not accessible on a phone. Uh, will do more harm than good. They're, they're pointless to me. So, you know, a website is that shop window or that brochure that is going to be the place where people do their due diligence on you for a small investment in some good quality photography and getting the content and the copywriting right and having one of our websites, which is cost-effective from a build perspective, but have some sort of digital marketing off the back of it is the way for somebody to get, certainly on the smaller level, um, a really good quality but cost-effective website. 
And I think then on the, on the bigger level, you know, we want to be working with marketing managers who often do know what they want and, you know, what we like to draw, what we say and what we like to do is try and make them look good. So to be there as support, to provide them with everything they need to be able to go to their boards or whatever with, you know, great solutions and, like I said, make, trying to make them look good. Yeah, fantastic. And if you mentioned the Getting Started Guide. So if somebody wants to access the Getting Started Guide, uh, where, would they, where would we go? Where do we go and find that? So they can download it from airwebsites.co.uk. The guide is, is on there as well as all of the different package prices. And, you know, the Air Websites, is, it's actually been chosen by Worcester Bosch has been the recommended solution for their 4,000 installers. So we've got some pages for Worcester Bosch installers and in heating engineers and stuff. And what we're trying to do with there is, is try and start to focus it on different sectors. So we've made a really good start with that one. But yeah, so everything's there on the website, including the different templates that you can choose. And there's over 100 case studies on there now. So you can see different examples of, you know, this is what the template looked like, but this is how the live site is with links through to it. So it should be everything that somebody needs to be able to see what the solution is. Okay, thank you. And if someone listening would like to get in contact with you, what's the best way for Idea Time listeners to find you? Well, contact form on our websites. My email is andrew at ascensor, A-S-C-E-N-S-O-R.co.uk. And you can also email sales at ascensor.co.uk, but I find that a bit impersonal. But any, yeah, an email, an email through to me and, and I can pass it on to the relevant person or, or help myself. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, do you know, you've um, so much to think about there and fascinating journey and really looking forward to as you get moved into the new building and continue to grow and do some more of these really exciting, high value, high security projects as well they sound really cool yeah thank you very much indeed real pleasure talking to you you're welcome great to speak to you thanks joe thank you well wasn't that awesome i really hope that you enjoyed that interview with andy and in the show notes you'll find all the details about how to download that getting started guide for all things digital and all the contact details and so on that Andy gave us. And if you'd like to learn more about idea time and achieving your big hairy audacious goal, get in contact with me at joe at ideatime.co.uk. That's joe without an E or check out ideatime.co.uk. Until the next podcast, I'll see you soon and keep innovating. Thank you for tuning into the idea time podcast. Brought to you by Dr. Joe North. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. For even more strategies and advice, visit our website, ideatime.co.uk. Enter your email for leading insights, resources, and more every month completely free. We'll see you next time.